Hello and welcome to Walk the Walk. I am a crafter. Um, I love to craft. I love to sew as a crafter. There's a difference between a seamstress and a crafter. Somebody who crafts sews makes um, projects, um, but they don't, you know, if somebody brought me a shirt and said, hey, can you change this into a size uh, four from a size eight, I would not be able to do that. That's not what I, I guess if you want to say specialize in, I like to make crafty things, fun things. But the thing about me as a crafter is I exhibit um, low patience. What I'm trying to get at is when I make something, if it doesn't go the way I think it should go, I just throw the whole project away. I used to waste time, I felt, like um, taking it back apart, uh, sewing it again. And sometimes there would be a craft when I first started that I would take apart more than one time. But as I have become more crafty, if you will, I have found that sometimes, for me, it's just best to throw the whole thing away. And I have thrown away whole things like dresses and shirts and uh, things that I thought I could make, and I just finally gave up and throw them away. That's why I resorted more to doing crafty things that are fun, uh, not as hard if I can visualize it, usually I can make it. If I can't visualize it, I usually won't even attempt to do it. Um, and if it comes with a set of directions that are page after page, I don't even attempt it. I, I am not one that can look at a set of blueprints, if you will, and have to follow them step by step. I am one who will take those blueprints, read them. If I can visualize it, I'll make the attempt. Aren't you glad that God was not a craft sower like me? And if you're wondering, well, what are you talking about? Well, I can tell you this. God crafted all of us. And right now, I just finished reading Revelation. And because it's the new year, we are starting back up in Genesis. And as I thought about this, I thought, you know what? Genesis and Revelation kind of follow a same theme. And what I mean by that is there's destruction. There, there is destruction of people. In Revelation, well, let me start back. In Genesis, there was destruction of people, evil people. People that did not want to adhere to the ways of their creator. And if you read through the Bible, which I hope you have or are doing this year as your new resolution or your new um, goal, you're going to find that throughout the entire Bible, there's a lot of uh, people that just are evil all through the Bible. And it's a theme. Now for me, I, I for there's 66 books in the Bible, and there are more, but 66 in the Bible. And there's always something going on as far as somebody being disobedient. 
or anger or hatred throughout the Bible. And God, being who he is, shows a great deal of patience. Unlike me, because I have often said in my Bible study group that if I were God, none of us would, well, none of you all would be here. But see, that's not how God operates. He doesn't pick up something and go, you know what, let me, no, I can't figure this out. I'll just throw it away. But he gives you and me an opportunity to do better. When we get to Revelation, we see that the people are still disobedient and downright evil. And in Revelation, God is determined that those people cannot exist on the new heaven and new earth, which, from what I've read, will happen. There are so many people that have said, I'm so afraid to read Revelation. And I have to admit, there was a time where I probably too was afraid to read Revelation. But when I think about it, it's not necessarily that I'm afraid of Revelation for myself, because I am a believer and I believe that um, I'm saved. But I also believe that there are people who are not and who will not be. And if you talk to them about it, they don't care. Well, then they say, when I die, I just become worm meat. Or when I die, I, I just cease to exist. But that's not the case. You will not cease to exist. You will exist in one of two places. And if you aren't aware of what those places are, I encourage you to, you know, maybe read a summary of Revelation or attempt to study it because it's a book that's very complicated or it can be complicated and requires a lot of um, studying on the part of the reader. Not to the point where you have to understand everything, but just to get an idea that in the end, God wins. In the end, evil wins does not. There is a lot of evil today in the world, a lot of evil, and there are a lot of evil people, and there are a lot of people who just flat out will not accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That saddens me because I don't know who they are, and I'm venture to say that they may be friends, and maybe even family, which is very heartbreaking to me. But just like with my craft, my craft could not say to me, oh, no, 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 save me, keep me, keep sewing on me. That's not how it works. So there are people who will say, no, don't bother with me. I don't want any part of that nonsense. And they will do that until their very last breath. Which means it's too late. If you remember the story of Noah, only eight people survived the flood. Noah was blameless in the eyes of God. And he and his family were saved on that boat that Noah built for years with no rain in sight. 
and that people were mocking him, making fun of him. I'm sure, I bet his wife was even saying, Noah, what? Come on, the neighbors are laughing at you. But Noah, being a blameless, righteous man, continued on. I got to build this boat, I'm sure he said. There's a reason God's telling me and he's making provision for it, so I'm going to do it. That would be so hard, I believe. God is providing provision for you. He's telling you, build your boat. Build your boat. And invite others to get on your boat. There will be many people who will not get on that boat. Just like in the story of Noah. When the floods came, Noah was like, I don't know, 600 years old. When the floods came, he and his family got on board. And so did the animals. Once he got onto that boat, God locked the door behind him. Noah didn't lock the door behind him because we know what would happen if Noah locked the, the door. He would have been able to open it back up. But God said, uh-uh, I'll take care of that. Y'all get on and you'll be safe. And they were. Even though people came and they were pounding on the door, let us on, let us in, let us in, it's raining, it's flooding. I'm sure Noah wanted to, but he couldn't because only God could. Is that, is that what you want? I mean, that may, I may be talking to you even though you are listening to this. Is that what you want? is for God to say, sorry, it's too late. And he destroyed all creation. Anything that was living was, was destroyed. In Revelation, there's going to be a lot of destruction of the earth. I mean, if you read about the seals and the trumpets and the bowls, these are destructions that are going to happen on the earth in the end times. But you want to know what it also says? It says there will be those who will still, still refuse. Boy, that's a scary thought. Is your heart that hard that you would suffer out of your anger? If you are somebody today that finds yourself suffering from your anger, suffering from unforgiveness, suffering from self-hatred, suffering from hate of hating other Christians, you need, you need to go to God. And you need to ask him to soften your heart. Open your eyes to the word of God. This is the year for that. 2024, open your eyes to the word of God. Look, we know, we have evidence God destroyed in the beginning. God's going to destroy in the end. But he re-inhabited the earth in the beginning. And there's going to be people living on that new earth. In that perfect world where Satan will be bound up and then cast into the lake of fire. And those of us who believe, who accepted Jesus Christ right now will be part of that new heaven and new earth. 
That sounds very reassuring to me, and I hope it does to you. Because if you don't believe that God can do, do this destruction, read Genesis and read Revelation. Just read those two books, because we have evidence of that. But we also have evidence that God will accept anybody who doesn't want to go through that destruction. All you have to do is go to him, ask for forgiveness, repent, change your ways, and follow Jesus Christ.